Hey guys. What's up? Oh, that's not a kind of sad. Hey guys. <laughs> What's up? Back for another week. Back at her. Here we are. I know you were just holding your breath till just Wednesday at five. Yes. Woo. Today we're talking about Lauren Spearer. Yeah, this one's crazy. This one's weird. It's a mystery. It's very much gives me the vibes of um, the guy that was on the side of the road. Um, the guy that was on the side of the road. That, like, he sat there for, like, 12 hours and then just disappeared oh, and he's, like, never seen again. he had, like, mental health yes. issues, right? Not then, that, like, but it just No, 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 but then, like, yeah, because so they don't know if he was, like, kidnapped or, like, went yeah. off on his own or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. This reminds me his of that. His name was, like, Brian or something, wasn't oh, it? Oh, gosh. Who was it? It's along the same lines of Mara Murray. Regardless. Either way, yeah, it's, like, crazy. It just seems like her actions were pretty well accounted for until... Yeah. Poof. Gone. Yep. All of a sudden, one day, she was around, living it up, and then she wasn't. Yeah, and we don't know. So, a little bit of background on Lauren Spear. She was 20 years old. She was a student at Indiana University studying textile merchandising. So, she grew up, graduated high school in 2009, so she would be my age. Oh, yeah. Um, grew up in an upper-class town in New York. She was Jewish and was very active in her Jewish community. She'd even spent a spring break trip in Israel on a mission. And she had a boyfriend named Jesse Wolf. Yep, she met him at summer camp. Yeah, a Jewish summer camp, I think, actually. Nice. She disappeared on Friday, June eleventh or June third, two thousand eleven. So this was about eight years eight years ago. She was drinking with some friends, which right away when I read this, I was like, oh, oh, drinking with her friends, but it's like literally all guys, and not her boyfriend. Yeah. So that seems that's just kind of something interest like a weird. I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, like, which I mean, I guess I like, have a lot of guy friends too, yeah. but so kind of run through a timeline here. Twelve thirty a.m. She left her apartment with her friend David, and they went to another friend Jay's apartment. And Jay's neighbor Corey was also with the group. 1.46 a.m., she is seen on surveillance footage entering a bar called Kilroy's Sports Bar. So, so also like, 1.46 like, yeah, in the morning? Super late. Like, super late at night, early in the morning. Like, But she were... didn't exit the bar till like, 2.27. But yeah. I think a lot of the bars on the, like not around here are open really late yeah like our here here where we are it's 2 a.m why not plenty late i've been to (laughs) where was i chicago i think and like some of their bars closed at two but like i don't think it was a law because i know we were we went to bars that were open till four or whatever so and a lot of people in different states in bigger cities especially they don't go out at like 7 p.m like we do around here. They well, go out also at, like, midnight. <laughs> yeah, we're, like, adults now. Yeah. So we're, like, okay, well, it's five. We better get going. Yeah. Supper, drinks, and then home by midnight. Yeah. <laughs> we went out for supper last night, and it was 5.30, and my husband's, like, we have to get going. We're not going to be there in time. I'm, like, it's 5.30. <laughs> Come on, Gramps. <laughs> you 
<laughs> but I mean, but realistically, though, okay, so you are her age, like, in college, in when you were, like, well, she also was 20, so I'm guessing she must have had, had a fake, fake idea. Yeah. So, you know, not super abnormal to go to a party, pregame a little bit, and, you know, you... If the bars are open late, you just end up yeah, not going out because you late. never want to go home until no. the bars close because you might miss out on something exactly. in that last hour. FOMO, guys, if you have FOMO now, you won't. It goes away. No, I, I still do sometimes a little bit. Like I'm like, oh, that sounds really fun, but then I quickly remember how much garbage the I'll next feel like day tomorrow. Is not so fun. I have none of the FOMO. I'm in my 30s now. I was really <laughs> proud of myself last night though. Like we stayed out till 1:30. But I was an adult. I got up this morning. Like, I felt yeah. good. I didn't drink to excess. And I, last <clears throat> night, um, I went to bed. Oh, no, actually, last night was a wild night. We started an episode of The Good Doctor at, like, quarter to ten <laughs> in bed. And we finished the whole episode. So, <laughs> so I used to be fun, I promise. Yeah, and then my kid came in at 7 this morning, and I'm like, I'm tired. So he watched Frozen with us, nice. still sleeping until 9. Perfect. Because <laughs> my younger child sleeps in until, like, noon if I if, she's if like allowed. you. Yeah, I now love sleep. <clears throat> and I couldn't nap today because I had to finish my podcast <laughs> Nothing like being prepared. Uh, you know, it happens. Because I've only had two weeks to... <laughs> We're very much, like, we're really on the ball. Like, we pick our cases, and we're like, yeah, let's do it, and we make plans. Do, like, a little bit all the time, and then we're like, oh, And then yeah, all of a sudden, we're well. like, oh, actually, uh, what time do you want to record? Great. Okay, good, because I haven't started my research. <laughs> As I'm laying in bed, literally laying in bed at 4 o'clock today, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll be over at 4.30. <laughs> Shoot. Shoot. Better get to her here. <laughs> <laughs> so... Back to what we're talking anyway. about. 2.27 p.m., Lauren exits the bar with Corey, also seen on surveillance mm-hmm. footage. Without her shoes and without her phone. Yeah, like, I mean, we've all been there. You know, it yeah, happens. We are not judging her. <clears throat> 2.30 a.m., she is seen entering her apartment, and actually somebody noticed how drunk she was and asked if she was okay. Uh, 2.48 a.m., she leaves her apartment. She walked down an alley... And was seen leaving that alley on the other end at 2.51 a.m. on surveillance footage. She was with Corey at this time. Mm-hmm. And she is seen falling on the video footage, like, multiple times. like And not, like, just falling. Like, literally not catching herself. Like, smacking her, her face, face on down. the ground. Yeah. Like, she... Um, we'll talk about it a little bit later. But one of her friends that she met up with a little bit later that night... Noticed she had, like, this huge, giant bruise on her face, and she didn't know what happened. Like, she was just like, what? Just super out of mm-hmm. bed. So, uh, eventually, Corey picked her up and carried her the rest of the way, which he was also, like, super intoxicated. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Lauren's purse and keys were found in this alley. Um, Lauren and Corey arrived at his apartment right around, right between about probably about 3 and 3.15 a.m., Corey's roommate, Michael, was home and said that both of them were, like, super wasted. Yeah, drunk. and Corey actually, like, puked on his carpet. Yeah, per- puked on his, yeah, stairs walking up to his apartment. Yeah. He put Corey to bed and tried to talk Lauren into spending the night, like, not in a creepy way, but just, no, like, just, hey. like, sleep it off. Yeah. Like, go home in the morning. She wanted to keep partying. She yep. wasn't about it. She was like, no, I'm whatever. Having a good time. So, at 3.30 a.m., Michael called his friend and neighbor, Jay, 
and tried to talk him into taking care of Lauren. Lauren and Jay had been friends since, like, summer camp. That's where she met her boyfriend, Jesse, and, and Jay. Yep. Lauren wanted to keep drinking. She was trying to talk Corey into it. And then all of a sudden, she showed up at um, Jay's apartment. Like I said, with the large bruise under her eye that she didn't remember getting. She made two calls on his phone. Or he he alleges that she made two yeah. phone calls on his phone. One to... Um, what's whose last name? David. Oh, to David. And another to another, another friend, friend. Yeah, yeah, who, who neither answered. So nobody can confirm or deny. They just have the calls on who his phone. Who was making these calls. Yeah. Yeah. And he says it was her. Um, Jay says that about 4.30 a.m., we don't, there's not much accounted for in that hour. Yeah. Uh, she left her his apartment about that, about 4.30. And he saw her walking down the alley. So he figured going back to her place. And Lauren has never been seen or heard from again. She hasn't been seen on video footage. She nope, literally, it's like she fell into a freaking black hole. And it's crazy. Like, if you see the last footage of her, like, the picture, I mean, she's just mm-hmm. walking, smiling, like, Hammered. having a good time. Yeah, I mean, just, like, many of us in college, like, yeah. you're having a good time and you're heading, um, possibly heading home like you're gonna go to bed now and sleep it off and then she just disappeared and her boyfriend was watching basketball with some friends so he really wasn't as far as we know i think he had a pretty solid alibi i mean he said he yeah was watching the game and then went to bed at like 2 30 yeah which who watches a game until 2 30 i suppose maybe they're just like having some beers and hanging out and then just your typical yep so later that morning, Jesse, Lauren's boyfriend, texted her and a bar employee responded to her text, his text because her bar, her phone and her shoes had been left at the bar. Um, and he reported her missing at that time, which is kind of weird. Like you're all of a sudden just like, oh, yep, can't get a hold of her. Not going to check around like she's missing. Yeah. Just seems kind of a little strange. weird. Because I feel like we also all have done that. We've oh, left yeah. our belongings at a bar. We've lost and you're our like, phone. God dang it! And <laughs> even and like especially back in was this 2011? Yeah, our phones weren't like as glued to us back yeah. then as they are now. So not super weird, I guess, no. if your girlfriend's not texting you back immediately. But no, and like who knows where she she could be drunk somewhere she i mean like good that he reported her missing right Mm -hmm. away because obviously that was the right call but and like we said lauren was last seen walking down that road in black leggings white shirt and no shoes Mm -hmm. so the investigation in august of 2011 a landfill they searched for nine days because that was where all the garbage from the area that they lived went to so they searched it completely for nine days for clues and really didn't come up with anything. Yeah. Which I don't know how I they're, I don't know like, why they were just, like, okay, mm-hmm. this is it. They must have had some sort of lead or tip or something that led yes. them to the garbage. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I didn't find anything. And um, January of 2016, they conducted a raid on a home of a man who had been in trouble quite a few times for exposing himself to women. Oh, the yeah. cream of the crop there. Mm-hmm. The home was <clears throat> about 20 miles north of where Lauren had disappear- disappeared from. And cadaver- they brought cadaver dogs. They towed in his pickup. 
truck for further investigation, and police still, to this day, haven't confirmed if they've found any evidence at the farm. Mm-hmm. So theories, is this is kind of the biggest thing, because still to this day, it's not solved. Yeah, and there's like a ton of theories, yeah. and they all could be mm-hmm. true. So her parents believe that she's dead, and that she was drugged at the bar based on how out of it and screwed up she was mm-hmm. that night. And I don't think they're really saying how they think she died, but the family is really suspicious of the guys that she was with that night. The guys have refused to take polygraphs and retained lawyers right away. Right, which just seems like if you don't have anything to hide, Mm -hmm. which is what the parents are thinking, like, why can't you just cooperate and, like, Mm -hmm. tell us everything that you know? Uh, Another theory is Lauren's drug use. Lauren didn't just drink. She used recreational drugs quite a lot. Uh, The summer camp, actually, where she had met her boyfriend and Jay, she had been kicked out of for using drugs. Oh. And I think it sounds like this college that she attended, like, had a pretty big drug drug problem. Yeah. Um, She had previously been arrested for public intoxication and illegal consumption, And after she disappeared, when they searched her room, they found cocaine in her room. Just a small amount, so recreational use. Yeah, just you're going to go party and have a little bit more than just drinks. Uh, The night that she disappeared, the guys that she was with said that she drank, snorted cocaine, and then crushed up clonopin pills, which I'm not... I was going to look at what clonopin was. I did not do drugs in college, so I'm not super familiar with it. But, I mean, it makes sense as to why she's so intoxicated and so out of it. It's like a seizure medication, and like, uh, and it's like an anxiety med, I guess. Huh. Used to treat seizures, panic attacks, and anxiety. So I suppose it relaxes you. And it can also be used to treat symptoms of mania in people with bipolar disorder. So that sounds like a good mix. So like you're taking cocaine, which is an, an upper, upper. Alcohol, which is a depressant. And then clonopin, which is also a downer. Because it's right. bringing you down. So, sounds like a good a good Party. mixture. I mean, that sounds like something Yikes. really safe. She also had a rare heart condition called long QT syndrome, which made it, like, way more dangerous mm-hmm. for her to use drugs. So, the theory with all of this, basically, is that she overdosed uh, with one of these guys or multiple of these mm-hmm. guys and died, and they hit her body. Yeah, they, like, freaked out, didn't know what yeah. to do, and dumped her body. There's also the theory that she was abducted by a, a stranger, just a random... Yeah, like, she was a really good victim of opportunity yeah. because she was stumbling around yeah. barefoot and alone. Yeah, in the middle of, like, literally early hours of the morning. So yeah. they actually, they investigated, there was, like, this white truck that was seen driving around. So this white pickup truck um, belonged to an ex-con, James McClish, he was just released from prison for assaulting his ex-wife and lived close to where she went yeah. missing. Oh, okay. Um, somebody from his past gave a tip, like, hey, maybe you should check this guy out. Because he had said something to her, like, oh, you know what happened to this girl? Like, the same thing could happen mm-hmm. to you. It was threatening yep. her. Um, but he took a lie detector test. Like, they cleared him, and it didn't seem Seemed to be to that. Go yeah. Um, And then there was also a prison informant named Corey Hammersley, who 
he was, like, also into this drug scene on campus. I don't know if it was, like, during the same time frame or whatever. But he was arrested because he um, got high and was shooting a firearm at a house and at police officers. And, I mean, so he's definitely, like, super reliable. But (laughs) he saw a picture of Lauren on TV and was like, oh, I know the guys who did that. And um, this also links to the theory we talked about with, like, her overdosing. Yep. So his thought was, like, yeah, like, these guys saw her overdose and then just freaked out and didn't know what to do. And And did something with her body, which apparently they're... Good hiders because... Well, that's what's crazy. It's like, I mean, that seems like a really plausible explanation. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like, I mean, even if you are super intoxicated, if this is really your friend, like, you're calling the police. Mm-hmm. Even if you're doing drugs. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe yeah. you're just freaking out and don't know, but... I also forgot to mention, too, so... Between that 2.30 and 3 o'clock when her and Corey were on the way from... Um, headed to her apartment, Corey got in a fight with another group of students at the apartment, like in a fist fight with them. And so they don't know if maybe that had something to do with it, whether that be about drugs or whether that just be like a drunk brawl. Yeah. We've all been there. (laughs) And Corey was super drunk too. So they don't, it's hard to say. It's all just kind of fuzzy. Yeah. Is it connected or not? Yeah, it's hard to say. And she was reported by witnesses. They saw her at about 4.30 a.m. on that street corner, right about right when she left the apartment. So, really, they don't have any any leads. I mean, this has been now eight years. and That's the thing. And, I mean, it seems like they're keeping up on it pretty well mm-hmm. but haven't found anything. I mean, it really could be, like, if these guys really know something, like, yeah. they haven't said anything and all of these stories are mm-hmm. lies yep but if it was a random abduction it's like that's totally it's just a possible weird... too i mean yeah and apparently the boys have taken private polygraphs but they refuse to take one at the police station sense, because yeah. they don't trust the police which i think these boys like so if you look at this case all the pictures of the guys are like clearly mug shots yeah. So clearly, I don't. I think it was a bit of a rough crowd, <laughs> rough crew. Like right, and I mean, I don't know. Like I also get getting the lawyers right away too, because I'm sure they were worried about getting mm-hmm. in trouble for yeah. even just for the drugs yeah. and whatever. I mean, obviously, in comparison, <laughs> like kidnapping and murder, or whatever mm-hmm. is nothing. But still, drug charges are. Yeah, a yeah, big, I don't know a what big they... deal, so who knows, But yeah. it's just very clear when you're looking at these pictures of these guys that it's mugshots. Mug very angry mugshots, too. They talked about... Actually, um, maybe it's their driver's license photo, because my driver's license photo kind of looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, the investigators have looked into so many leads. They've lo- worked through a number, like you said, a number of mm-hmm. um, ex-convicts or people that would have been suspicious... They've looked at some drug dealers and even looked at members of a biker gang. Oh, yeah. So they've really kind of run the gamut. They have. And then actually, um, there was another girl, mm-hmm. um, Hannah Wilson, who went missing. Yeah. I don't. It was like a few years later, I want to say. I don't have the year for sure. But um, she went missing. She was last seen getting into a taxi outside of the same bar that Lauren yep. was at, that Kilroy's. Um, but her body was found the next day, and a guy named Daniel Messel was arrested for it. Um, 
I don't have a ton of details on the case, but um, the detective who worked on that case didn't, I mean, he he didn't work on Lauren's case, mm-hmm. but he was like, I just see a lot of similarities, and, like, it yeah. definitely could be Seems possible strange. that it's the same guy. So that's another theory is that it's this Daniel guy, too. Another weird thing is her boyfriend, Jesse, was really helpful. Like, called her in missing to the police, was helping search for her a couple days after she disappeared. His parents came and, like, took him home and, like, made him leave. Weird. So whatever. It just And there was really no explanation for it. Like, they were basically like, you're coming home. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Which I can see that. Usually the boyfriend is... Yeah, is the number one. But it mm-hmm. doesn't sound like he was... He's even a theory. Sounds like his alibi must be pretty tight. Yeah. I just... Yeah, it just seems to me like with everything weird that went on with, like, the fight and the drug use and hanging out with these other guys and then there's the other friend that she called that nobody seems to know who that is. Yeah. It just seems weird to me that it would just be a random stranger in the night. Right, and there's so much back and forth, too. Like, so much, like... Mm-hmm. Leaving this apartment, going to this apartment. Right. And was that for drugs? Who knows? I mean, right. but, like, you're out clamoring around, it, like, at 4 o'clock in the morning. Like, don't get me wrong, we've all been there, but in a big city like that, you're... And with all those guys, that's like, definitely I just... definitely a mugshot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wearing an orange jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I just... I get the someone knows something mm-hmm. vibes from this case. Yeah, the gentleman you talked about, the Corey Hammersley, he recognized Lauren and remembered her seeing her OD at a house party. Oh. And says that they threw her body in the Ohio River. So, And it's like, how does he know? I, I think mean. that's, yeah. <laughs> and, like, how is he like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Right. But he was... In the drug scene at yeah. IU, too. Like, obviously knew these people. Knew and he her. was shooting at police officers after a drug-induced meltdown. Like, yeah. a total crazy person. Oh, yeah. He, like, got high and just was shooting all over the place. So it's like, is he trying to, like, get a sentence? Lo- you yeah. know what I mean? Like, is he being... So, exactly. I don't know. But Time Magazine listed her disappearance as one of the five most mysterious unsolved disappearances of all time. Like, literally, she walked on that street, and it's like a black, like, fell into, like, a black hole somewhere. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, where? And that's what you're, of course, especially being, like, a girl in college, coming from a small town, like, you go to college, and this is what you're worried about happening. Like, are you just going to... Which, of course, the company you keep plays a big part in it, but I'm just like, It does, oh, but it's God. like, Like, yeah. you literally just... And I don't know about anybody else's friends, but, like, my friends surely wouldn't be letting me walk alone in downtown anywhere by myself at 4.30 in the morning. No. Oh, I mean, ideally, but then again, it's like, well, gosh, they were all... They were all... Drunk and yeah, high, true. and mm-hmm. I mean... You, it, I mean, it obviously happens a ton, and you don't think anything of it, and you make it home safely, right. and then you're like, well, that was stupid... And then you hopefully don't do it again. But yep. unfortunately, in this case, that's not how No, it went so down. hopefully someday we'll be able to come back and fill everybody in on Yeah, hopefully. But for now, that's all we've got. Let us know what you think happened. Yeah. If you've got any any theories, theories. or opinions. <clears throat> I should note too that there's like 
quite a few Reddit threads out there about Lauren Spear, and oh boy, <laughs> oh, do I'm the sure. crazies get going. Like, it's just... It's, like, hard for me to go on Reddit, because I think I could be on there for five hours straight. Oh, yeah, just, I, like... was, I was on Reddit today, <laughs> and I'm like, oh boy, I'm going to get myself real deep in Because everybody <laughs> knows everything on Reddit. <laughs> I think that. And I'm like, <laughs> okay... So, until next week, that's all we've got for you. Yeah. So, stay safe and lock your freaking freaking doors. doors. Bye. Bye.